What's up? This bacon is my podcast. I'm Jimmy. I am Mike. And we are proud to be part of the Deluxe Edition Network. That is right, the Den. That's right. Hashtag the Den. We are part of an awesome network with a number of fantastic podcasts, such as History I'd Like to Fuck mm-hmm. or Hilf Podcast, Barrel Age Chicks, Barrel Age Flicks, yeah. Spoil My Movie, Deluxe Edition Podcast. Man, I could go on forever. You could, but we won't. So you can go Beard watch. Laws. Go listen, go watch, check them all out now. In a Deluxe pickle. Deluxe Edition Network. Right now, deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Follow it on social media's Deluxe Edition Network. What's your bacon? I'm getting pretty excited because it's almost time to grill. It's always time to grill. You know why? I know Because I use grillyourassoff.com. All their stuff is fucking fantastic. Well, I will say you don't even have to grill outside, even though you do all year round. I don't all year round, but I use all their stuff inside as well. Yes, exactly. So I still get the flavors. Exactly. Everything from their seasoning to their sauces to their hot sauces. And you know what? They also provide delicious snacks. They do. We actually tried some on the show. We got some uh, cowboy-style beef jerky right here. Their jerky is really, really good. It's really flavorful, really delicious, and you can have your own. If you go to grillyourassoff.com, if you go to grillyourassoff.com, use the promo code BACON, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nice. And not only will you be helping us out, but you'll be helping out veterans and first first responders yeah. because this company is veteran owned and it's super badass and we love these guys. Almost a day one sponsor with this show. That's true. And we are going to support them forever. Super cool guys. Check out their guys. site. Check it out. Taste the freedom. If you don't know what you want to get, go ahead and use their uh, product finder quiz. Yes. Set yourself up. Figure something out right now over at greaterassoff.com. And always remember to ask yourself... What's your bacon? What's your bacon? Or what's on your bacon? Bunker bacon bourbon barbecue sauce. That's what's up. All right, so uh, you want to you want to bring us in here? You have some stories. Yeah, yeah. I have one story. You have you have a story recent, and I'm not going to say it, but I will just say that after your story, we'll get into the first time I met you. You were only in your underwear and soaking wet. I love what it. A, Must have been after a, a show or something. No. So uh, go on with your story, and we'll just let everybody marinate on what it. A, what a cliffhanger. We should put the intro right <laughs> now. Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon! is my Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! So, uh, guys, I'm excited. <laughs> I am excited too because uh, today we have Douglas from the Sleeping, mm-hmm. Douglas Robinson from the Sleeping on the show. And let me, before I get, you know, before we get into some of the questions and stuff, uh, I want to talk about my introduction to the Sleeping. And it was way back in, I'm going to say probably 2003, 2004. And, uh, my band and a buddy's band, we actually <clears throat> booked this this little dump called uh, the Courthouse East in Massapequa, New York, and um, you know it's that it's it's your normal bar where it, it smells like nicotine and urinal cakes, mm. um, 
And I remember we booked it and all of a sudden the owner called up who I don't remember who booked the show. And they were like, Hey, we added another, uh, another band. They were, they're, they're just going to, they're going to play after everybody. They're like, they were not asking to bump anybody or anything like that. And I was like, all right, well, that's really cool. We're going to end it like 1230. Um, but I don't remember what the circumstances are. I think you guys were like coming from a show in Jersey or something like that. I, I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't know. Um, and I remember I'm playing on stage and you guys arrived a little later and I'm playing and you guys started walking with your merch. And then all of a sudden, like this big bunny flag comes walking past the stage. And I'm like, what is, what is, what is happening right now? And that's literally how, and I was like, what happened? What, this is a thing. And then you guys fucking played and I was like, oh, okay. Okay, fine. (laughs) It's just great. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, the sleeping has been like a part of uh, like my musical life for a very long time. Like I've, I've seen you guys play at the donkey mm-hmm. uh, uh you've played with friends uh you know numerous times vfw halls i've seen you at uh and uh yeah man like it's really cool for me to uh to have you on uh, especially you guys being so ingrained in this the, like the long islandish music scene and you know well the tri-state you know like you, no. new jerseys and stuff like that so yeah mm-hmm. man uh it's really cool for me because I always appreciated your music and, and, uh, thanks dude. That's sick. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much, man. That's it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having you have me. A, on, you have dude. a, you have a little bit cooler of a story. It's not, a well, it's recent. Story. It's a more recent story, but I will say that also back around the same time, um, I had recently moved to long Island and I was building a band and I had moved from the Midwest and, um, I did a lot of similar things, uh, that, that you've talked about in different interviews. Uh, that that a lot of musicians and artists do, you know, like I also lived in a studio. I lived in my van. I did all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I moved from the Midwest and came out here because it was that that mindset of like, I'm going to fucking make something in this no matter what yeah. happens, you know, that thing. And I remember that um, I appreciated the work ethic of your band because you guys were doing things like coming back from a Jersey show and doing a show that night and calling places and showing up and doing last minute gigs. And so I patterned my band at that time off that same kind of work ethic. I was like, we called everyone you and we were like, Hey, if you need a band last minute, if a band cancels on you late, if you need somebody to just take a spot, give us a call, we can be there in an hour. We'll do it no matter what the answer is yes, before you call. And we, that's how we built our name, uh, that band. That's how we built our name starting. Um, and we were supposed to play a show with you, uh, at the crazy donkey and and my uh, my bass player at the time was playing was was booking the shows, and I remember he was very upset because his girlfriend really loved your band, and he was like, "What do you love them more than you love us?" And I was like, "Don't ask her that." <laughs> That's her such that. a crazy question. That's not a fair question to ask anyone. Um, That's so yeah, funny. So I I appreciated the uh, the work ethic, um, and kind of. Uh, followed suit i was like this is how you do this like this is a band that's doing this and i pointed to you guys quite a bit when i was talking to my guys and being like yo this is what we got to do this is what we got to be this is how it's got to work um so thank you i appreciate that yeah thanks no i appreciate that i mean honestly to be fair we didn't even know what the fuck we were doing we were just like we never want to be home let's just go yeah at that age who the fuck knows you know like 
I, you know, I was from New Jersey. I'm, you know, I was raised in New Jersey and, uh, you know, I found the sleeping through like, um, what was it? The PRP or no, not the PRP. What was it called? Some, some website that was similar to like mp3.com at the time. Right. Um, oh, okay. Oh, from the pit. It was from the pit. From the, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, oh, so I saw, I saw a post on from the pit that, uh, you know, Sky Came Falling members were looking for a singer for like a new project. And I was just like, you know, I didn't even graduate school yet. Or I think I was like about to graduate high school. And I told my mom, I'm like, yo, there's this band that I'm a fan of that's like looking for a singer. They're from Long Island, but like, I think I got to do it. And my mom at, at that exact moment pretty much told me that she was like moving to Pennsylvania, like pretty far, like four hours from where I lived. And she was basically like, all right, well, this house is still here for like another like two months or something. Like the power is going to go out. There's going to be like, no, he, she's like, but if you want to like stay here until they find someone else to live in it, she's like, just do it and try out for the band or whatever. So I just live, I moved my mattress into the living room and I just lived by candlelight and ate like tuna fish at that time. Wow. Um, yeah until i like fully joined the band and then like moved out there and stuff but uh yeah i mean we you know that work ethic was just us wanting to just you know i think we all aligned without even really knowing each other at that time it was just like yo we're doing this like we're gonna make it happen no matter what and like that's what my mindset was as a kid like being in a band you know i was in bands with friends and you know, we did really cool things together, but I just always remember being like listening to every record, be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be me. Like, whatever, I'm going to do this, you know. And, um, you know, success to me is measured based off of like, you know, how you feel and what, you know, what you value. And I feel like, you know, I'm so successful in everything I've done just from the fact that I was able to like, be like, fuck this, I'm doing it. Let's go. And like, we made somewhat of a name for ourselves. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's cool to hear someone be stoked on the work ethic because we worked our asses off, but I think without even like realizing it, that's just like what we wanted to do, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's that mindset and even finding, you're lucky to find even one person to work with right. that has that kind of totally. thing with you. So to find a group, uh, just is amazing like that's just you know it's just one yeah. of those things where it's like oh man like some you, you you're gonna do something because there's there's no uh there's no way you can't you know like yeah exactly it's kind of like out of the vocabulary you, you know you yeah exactly fail you stop that's that's kind of the whole thing yeah um, totally i will say the time uh that we talked about before that i actually met you in person and i won't say we met i say i, I encountered you in person uh yeah. it's very very recent so my band um, rehearses at a rehearsal space in uh, in Long Island, New York, Amityville. in Amityville, uh, Long Island Sound Studios, and they recently put in a uh, a whole area to do videos. Oh, you were there for the house on shoot. And uh, my band was rehearsing because uh, we rehearse every other night there. Mm. And um, and my drummer had uh, spoken to you because he was in a band back in the day. That actually played some shows with you guys and um he was in a band called nowhere fast that played shows with you guys and so he was telling me about that and we were walking to leave the studio and as i'm walking out you were in the tiny tiny ass bathroom 
of the studio. Um, mm -hmm. I believe washing the paint off of you from the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you were just there in uh, in in just some uh, some shorts and just all wet. And I probably said something. I probably like. I probably said something dumb like "looking good, bud." You know, like just. <laughs> That was, that was the, oh, that was that creep. Those are the things that I do. I'm all about the. I'm all about it. I don't have to know anybody. I'm just like. I'm just like looking nice. I'm just probably walked right past you. Uh, but I just thought that's that was sick. funny. And then, uh, and then when when I saw that we were, I was like, oh, I got to tell him that because this is great. But, yeah, so, awesome. so I saw you very. I think I, I think I feel like I remember that moment too because I think I remember the door was open. I was like, uh, hey, <laughs> that's sick. That's so yeah. funny. Cool. Nice uh, to see you again. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to see you again. The video looks awesome, by the way. Like, um, thank you. Yeah. That, you know, what a great, what a great bunch of people that worked on it. Um, you know, James and uh, Anthony and, uh, you know, Mike's spot is just really nice. It was, it yeah. was really nice of them to like lend it to us. Um, we're actually doing another video pretty soon. Um, I don't, I don't, I think we're using the same spot too for a couple nice. things, if I'm not mistaken. So, well, yeah, I love that you. spot. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm sure I'll see you. Yeah, I'll be there. Definitely. That's awesome. Uh, that's the I, studio, ironically enough, that I used to live in. <laughs> yeah, that was we had a spot hey, there, man. and I was living. You, are are you really in a band if you haven't lived in? Uh, are you really in a band from Long Island if you haven't lived in a studio? I say in a rehearsal not. space. I say probably not. Because I did. <laughs> Yeah, man. Exactly. I uh, so so. What I want to ask is, uh, you know, you you guys have this new record out. I feel like I'm becoming a ghost, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. By the way, like, thank you. Really, yeah, really awesome. Great, great job. Um, thank you. Uh, I I think I think what a lot of people are are curious about is, um, so you guys got back together in like 2016, uh, mm -hmm. and you, you did uh, again. I, I was there. My my wife's a big sleeping fan. Uh, so we oh, went yeah. to your, you. your reunion show out at uh, uh, Paramount, and mm -hmm. the place was fucking packed. And that's not a small room. <laughs> it's not a fucking small room. And it, it was such a special show, especially like with you guys, uh, you know, bringing members from the past on to, to play and, and all that stuff. Um, and then you guys did a bunch of like little shows locally too, um, of course AMH and and you know whatever uh, uh, leaky lifeboat, um, but like what what made then not the right time to do a new record versus now being the right time to do a new record? I don't know. I mean. I don't really know exactly why the times back in the day weren't right. I mean, obviously schedule is like something, but we just didn't want to do it for a long time. And, uh, you know, we were all like, we're all still super close. You know, we're all like the same as we were, you know, I mean, we, we've grown up obviously, but like we're the same in terms of like our love for each other. You know, we love each other so much. And, uh, you know, I just think, I think, you know, as you were saying before, like we worked so hard and, you know, losing Cameron at that point in our, in our career, we were like, okay, we don't want to stop. We're going to make more music to show people, you know, we can still go on. But I mean, you know, that momentum shifts and by, by the time we're like winding down, you know, you're, 
you know, you're getting older, other things are happening in your life, you're killing yourself, but being more self-aware that you're like kind of not, you know, you're kind of feeling like, okay, I think we're burning ourselves out. You know what I mean? So I think there's just that anxiety of like, you know, in 2016, you know, I'm already married at that point. You know, for me personally, speaking for myself, like life's just different, right? I'm always a musician first and foremost, but you know, my, my want needs to like happen like magically or else like I don't, I won't like, you know, engage with it because I'm just a very, um, you know, I need to believe in everything in that moment. And I just think a lot of the times we just weren't there in our headspace. And 2016, that reunion was just fun. You know, we, we've had offers before we've said no, but, uh, 2016, you know, we, we love the Paramount. Uh, so many of our friends work there, you know, um, the team there is just really nice to us. So I think it just kind of all made sense and we're all still friends. So I was like, yo, should we do it? Do we want to do it? It's the holidays. Like, so we did it and it was incredible. You know, we were able to like really have a fun time with it. Our friends from Folly played and, uh, you know, I, I, my music teacher was John Tamillo, the singer's dad. So, you know, like, uh, you know, those dudes are my friends for like years anyway. So it was just really nice to like see my friends in in all aspects, you know? Um, And like, I just think it was, it just felt right in a fun way. Um, And then after that, we kind of just went back to like the, you know, our, I guess our, you know, I, I guess we just went back to our routines and whatnot. And we didn't even really address anything else after that for a few years. And then, you know, the time came where we discussed doing another reunion at Irving. And, you know, by the time we started figuring that out, COVID had like a resurgence in, I guess, like 20, I guess this had to have been 22. So, you know, we were going to do a reunion at Irving. And uh, I think all of Irving got sick. So, you know, it was just a point where we were all sitting at, we were sitting at AMH where we were rehearsing. And uh, we were on the phone with Christian McKnight, who, you know, was our manager for a long time. Still one of our great friends who, like, you know, books so many amazing places. And he was basically telling us, he's like, you know, we're always having the conversation. Like, it just doesn't make sense, right? And it's COVID, so we don't want people to get fucked up. You know, let's just cancel it. So we canceled it. And we were rehearsing in AMH, just us four. Like, no one would come by or anything, you know? So, um when we canceled it, we were just kind of like, well, we're here, you know, Joe's here. We should, um, you know, we should just write a song you know, we should just jam and see what happens. And once I heard that, I was like pretty excited because we're, we're a band that like, we only jam and that's how our songs come. Like no one, you, no one has ever to my, to my recollection, like no one has ever come into the sleeping with like a riff. You know what I mean? It's always cool. like we're in the room and we just play for hours and, you know, hmm. it's just, we always write, there's like 10 songs by the time we're done because that's just, we have like this crazy chemistry. Like, you know, even at the reunion show in 2016, you know, we all went to dinner with our, you know, our families and um, my wife, like that was her first time hanging out with all of us at once. You know, like uh, I hang out with Sal like all the time. Uh, Cameron was away at that point. He was living uh, in LA. Joe was living in LA. So this was like our whole time. Like this is our first time together for a very long time. And, you know, we left for dinner and, um, you know, when we left 
my wife was like, dude, you guys, she's like, I've never seen people communicate like you guys. She's like, you're fucking maniacs, but it's like you four are the only people in the world that would probably be able to like communicate with one another and like really make it special. So, you know, it's always had this crazy chemistry. So I think by the time we started talking, you know, we were in that room after, uh, you know, after the Irving show got canceled and we wrote the first song on the record in like probably under an hour we wrote that song. And I think that that song had like one of the least like production, you know, changes to it. So, I mean, it it just felt in that moment we're like, Oh shit, this is, this is dope. This is a new song. This is fucking sick. And then when we like left, I think a year went by or so. Yeah. Like a year. And, uh, and then Cameron and I just started having like more conversations on the phone about, yo, what if we like get everyone to make a record? Like it would be sick. Like that first song really psyched all of us up. So, um, you know, after that, we just all talked about it and then we went into the studio and we were just like, we don't fucking care what comes of this. We just want to make the record. We just want to make a record and see what happens. And we made it. And, um, you know, not obviously you're, I think every artist says this because it's not cliche. It's because they're so proud of every evolution in, in themselves, whether people agree with that evolution or not. And I think it's the best record we've ever made because I feel like it's the most evolved we've ever been. And, you know, everyone I know who's heard it that knows me or that like, you know, comes to shows, it's like, you know, this is a great record, but the people I know come to me and they're like, people who don't even listen to my band and like, dude, this is like some like, really sick shit and i'm just like fuck man that's so dope because we didn't even like know what was going to happen we had no songs except for the one and we wrote we wrote the rest in the studio and uh you know just jamming in the live room and making stuff of it so you know that's how that record came to be just like we're friends in a room you know let's do something we've never really done and just write all of it there and you know just uh see what happens and you know, we weren't even sure we were going to release it when we heard it all in the order we put it in. We were like, oh, this is actually like really good. And, you know, halfway through when we started the Kickstarter, when we started the Kickstarter, we, we had already made the record. We already funded it ourselves. We were just trying to get, you know, recoup and let the fans know the truth. Like, you know, the, the record is pretty much done, which it was. And, uh, you know, we're just looking to kind of release it in a way where it's for everybody and we're doing it all ourselves. We're not shopping it to labels like, because whether we're here for a week or 10 more years, it's like we made something super dope. We just kind of want people to be a part of. So, you know, um, halfway through that, it started taking a life of like, Oh, we should, you know, we should like kind of continue off of this for a little bit. This is pretty cool. So, uh, hence like some touring and stuff like that. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Ew. I know it's I know it's cold. Indeed. So you want to get the sweaters going? No, no, I reject that, and I'll tell you why. I'll why? You why. But why would you do that? Well, you don't put gloves on furry hands, do you? Well, no. No, you don't. So you know what? I like to keep my bean bag clean like my palms. Yes. That's right. The lawnmower 5.0 Ultra is out now. It's got. The skin safe technology you yes, used it to. Does. It's got the LED light like you used to, but it's this one, it's got the foil blade. Oh my god, the foil blade. It's nice for the crevasse. Exactly. So it, you know, you hooks know, up your nether regions. Goes right up the Mississippi on Ex- the one side <laughs> and the Rio Grande on the other side. Exactly. 
So go to manscaped.com, use the promo code BACONPOD for 20% off, plus free shipping. Yeah, indeed. And it's not even just for this, right? No, it's you for could, anything on there. Exactly, especially... Our favorite. Our favorite, the crop mops, the ball and butt wipes. If you see us, we always give them out. We'll hand them to you. Exactly. They'll but the package, it's okay. If you don't see us, manscaped.com, promo code BACONPOD, 20% off of those bad boys. Free shipping. Mm-hmm. And always remember to ask yourself... What's your bacon? Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know. Nice. I feel like like you, you guys are, for a band that um, took so much time off and came up in a time where now people are kind of looking at that era in through very nostalgic eyes, you know, um, yeah. for whatever reason, like, and, and maybe it's just me, but like, I feel like you guys don't fall into the nostalgia spot. You know? Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, that's, that's actually the, probably the one that's probably one of the main like guidelines all of us had um with making the record was like i don't you know this is something i felt very strongly about it's like i don't want to be a nostalgia band like i i have nothing against bands that do that i mean you have great records people grew up to those records they want to hear them right like i'm not saying we might never do that down the line whatever Mm -hmm. but like i don't want the first thing in my you know in my my return you know with this band that meant so much to me like I don't want the first thing to just be like a, a recycling of something we've made before just because people that's like what they identify with. Like I've changed, they've changed, our views have changed, our life's changed, the way we view the world, you know, like all that stuff is so different. My influencers are all over the place. And like, you know, I was so young in the band back then. And, you know, I feel like now, you know, my musical plane has like, you know, it, it, it's expanded so much. And uh, I, being a member now, that's not only, I'm still the youngest, but I'm older, right? I'm, right? I'm 40 years old. So I now have like a identity I didn't have when I was younger in the band. So now like I, I really enjoy trying to lead as much as I can. And, you know, we're all a super democratic band. Everybody writes together, but I'm not as afraid to like, point out choices and production things because uh you know i listen to music and love music so much that like i kind of fell into my own of what i want out of things that i am creating and whatnot so uh you know a big part of as i mentioned like a big part of that was just not wanting to sound like a nostalgic band and i have you know those three dudes are some of the best dudes ever some of the greatest players and they also have like a great musical sense so um you know, I, it was really cool to make something that everyone kind of felt the same way. Like no one wants to have our first record basically be like a continuation off of something we've made. You know, we wanted it to be like very different, not for the sake of being different, but for the sake of it being like our most authentic selves, which is completely different than how we were as kids, you know, or younger. It feels like that. It feels like, and that, that's, that's kind of why I brought that up. Cause like I, I, 
I hear that um, a lot in bands. And then just as a writer, I know that sometimes it's easy to kind of fall into that. Like you're writing something, you're like, hold on, like this is eerily reminiscent to something or, or, or even like, this is pretty far from something. Is that cool? <laughs> Am I still working that yeah. way? Um, so it was just something that I noticed when listening to it is it was like, it sounded like the band evolved. It didn't sound like, oh, these guys got back together Thank you. And, and just kind of like, it's noticeable. It's definitely, these guys got together to get on when cool. we were young kind of thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. It didn't, it doesn't, which, um, which there's, there's no, yeah, right. nothing at all wrong with that. You know, like there are some, I mean, like, you know, to be quite honest, I'm like, damn, I like that shit is sick. They're playing that. Like right. whatever it is, you yeah. know, it's so cool. But you know, um, I understand that it's, a, it's, you know, the bands that become businesses, it's a business, right? So you do make business decisions, but you know, and I, and I think I respect any of my, like a ton of my friends are on those bills and I love them and I love yeah. the records they're playing. I would go watch it myself. Oh, you yeah. know? For me, it's just, for me, it's just like, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, and we didn't sit in the room in every riff we made or in, in the jam or any part. Like, we didn't think, oh, does this sound like old? Like, we, if it did happen naturally, cool. You know what I mean? But in the beginning, yeah, that was just like maturing. our, yeah, just our initial discussion. But, uh, you know, I think we're always going to be the sleeping. But I think the, what makes the sleeping so, you know, so great, so fun to be in, uh, for me personally speaking, is like I'm I'm in – a band with people who just have such a crazy unique style each of them and also they don't want to just be the same thing you know what i mean like and you know that to be transparent like we made that record ourselves we're doing it all ourselves we weren't like a massive massive band to get like you know we did very well for ourselves but we're it's a different time now right so we're getting we're basically reintroducing people to our band but it's so cool because I have friends who don't never have listened to my band once that are like, yo, that record is sick. And I'm like, that's all I wanted. Not, I wanted people to hear it and go, I did not expect this, you know, and uh, I, getting that a lot is like really cool because, again, it, it, it was intentional in the way that it was just like, let's always be forward thinking for us. And then whatever, you know, what we're getting out of it is what I would want from any band. Like, fuck, yeah, you're you're evolving like this is rad. You know what I mean? So um i'm really proud of that record for that reason even if people don't like that record or you know whatever i'm just saying like no matter what the case is it's like i i love that record because it's one i've listened to after you know when it's out and i give it that spin that like kind of like last spin of fuck we did it, mm -hmm. it, it i listen i listen to it and i'm like oh yeah like i, I can listen to this down the line and, and not pick one thing that I wish I did differently. I felt really good about that that's record. Awesome. That's cool. That's a great so, place to be. Yeah, man. I, I I've done like four song EPs and going, fuck. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> dude, maybe in a year, I'll, in a year, I'll probably find, you know, we're as long as we're you're going for it, you're, all, you're always, yeah. yeah, you're always evolving. You're always trying to do something different. I mean, you know, I have this new band next week and uh, we're recording next week and I'm, I'm like, playing so much guitar and i'm like fuck man i'm like i love playing guitar so much and i feel like i'm at a place where i'm happy with for me you know in the style i like to play but in like a year i'm like fuck i'm gonna be better i'm gonna be better in a year if i keep playing this way like right right let's do another thing in a year already you know what i mean but yeah I, you know you got to enjoy the process too and also have fun 
And uh, I think a lot of the times, um, you know, I, I, I love making records because the fun, I have so much fun making records, pressure, no pressure. Like I, I love making records so much. And I think when they're out is more when I'm just like, oh, but you know, being, <laughs> being able to hear what I made in a moment where I was like all for it. Um, I'm, I'm proud of that one for sure. So that's yeah, so awesome. I, li- I like how recordings yeah. I'm, I'm not as big of a fan of the recording process. You like the writing process. I love the right. I love the writing process. That's my, that's my favorite. And I love, the, yeah. um, I love the adding two songs process. You know, when it, when it's like the fun days, like, Oh, come in and do harmonies. I'm like, ah, yes, I got a bunch Come in and do extra guitars. Awesome. Let's do it. Um, but I, I will say the one thing I do love about it is like you're saying it's I, I love that it's like that it's being in the moment is really hard to do anyway. And when you're recording, you're capturing a moment. Especially. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, so you're able to kind of go back to it. And sometimes if you can't be in the moment when you're doing it, at least with a record, you can listen to it and you can kind of revisit the moment that way. You know, because yeah. um, it's it's tough. It's tough to like I'm actively trying to get better at it all the time of like okay this is the moment i'm in enjoy the parts of it let's let's slow slow totally, down dude. And stop thinking ahead and, and and kind of be here you know it's, it's so hard to do that as an adult it's so hard yeah. to live in the moment well, I, i'm very envious of people who are very good at living in the moment because i work on it every day you know i'm constantly overthinking about my whole life and uh you know me for me recording a record is a time where I'm only in the moment the whole time until I leave. And that is so That's like awesome. therapeutic for me. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off, by the way. I hope I didn't. No, 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 no. Actually, you know, it, like it, it brings me to like kind of what I wanted to talk to you about a little bit, especially with what we talked about on uh, what's your bacon seven questions. Mm-hmm. Like we were asking you what's your bacon and you kept on bringing up things that not only that you love doing, but you've you've like created businesses out of and stuff and i like to me when you said that it kind of a little bit was kind of like is that like a musician thing like is that is that something that we do as musicians uh because like i know that the things that like i would answer that with are all things that i try really 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 hard at like i i i can't do video games i can't do just you know like certain like like you brought up reading i i I do reading a little bit but it's always more for like a okay well how do i make this better right yeah yeah you got um everything you do has a purpose at the end of right and and i feel like i feel like you know uh douglas you you were talking about you know you've got a record store you you do uh uh brazilian jitsu uh jujitsu uh you know all that stuff photography photography yeah yeah. so all those things like do you ever really turn off because i i i personally don't feel like i do i love doing this but we're trying to further this right i love doing music but i i love doing it to a certain extent and if it's not if I'm not able to go and like be in a room with people that have the same mindset of pushing it forward, I don't like doing it, you know, yeah. uh, like does, uh, does that, is that something you think is like a musician thing or like, I, 
I think, honestly, I think what really, I think why we sometimes have those moments of um, being able to be more like entrepreneurial and kind of like one never shut off, which I can answer that part as well. But I, I think a lot of that is because like when you're in a band, especially, you know, when you're in a band, say you're in a band for seven years, four to five years, you're eating shit. Yeah. with like gradual increase, you know? Um, and then those last couple of years is when you're doing really well or, you know, 10 years, you know, six years into it, you're crushing. Then like on the ninth year is when it starts like winding down. But the thing is, is point is like, we have so many ups and down moments where we're understanding business on and music on, you know, business wise, like you're, you're like, when it's hot, you're in like the throes of the business. When it's, you know, when it's cold, you're like changing steering wheel belts, you know, on your, right. on your shuttle bus by yourself with your band with like holding, one's holding a crowbar, one's putting the other one on, one's turning it on, lightly accelerating. Like, you know, like we being in a band, especially like starting very DIY, like you problem solve everything. So I think what happens is when you become more resource, when you become more resourceful with your money and you become more resourceful, you know, with, you know, you become more knowledgeable and, and you have many more tools to learn new skills and trades and stuff like that. Like, I think our mentality of basically starting from nothing is a very big strength that, you know, a lot of people don't have. And obviously it's different post social media i think now there's like 13 year olds that are like billionaires so i mean it's yeah, very different but <laughs> we yeah, talked about but, that before. but you know i think for us you know predating technology on that level of like the internet or at least like you know anything beyond like MapQuest, um i i think i think it's a very i, I was very happy the way that i grew up in a band because i was just able to learn fuck up learn fix things you know like very diy mentality yeah and you know now that i'm older and you know life is not that i live very comfortably thankfully with a great family you know i still have that spirit in me that's like oh okay i'll problem solve this situation you know mm -hmm. whether it's work or jujitsu or you know whatever the case um and you know i do a lot of things that are relaxing to me you know but I don't think I ever shut off. You know? Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, I don't I, think I do. I try, you know, and, and I'll stay up and listen to records until like three in the morning. And like, I feel like a fucking maniac because I didn't sleep, but I shut off for those hours listening right, yeah, to like yeah. 15 records in a row. Well, you so, get lost, you know, getting lost yeah. is important. Yeah. I, I, so, I think it's, I, I think it's like, it, it's interesting too. Like, even for me, like, uh, you know, if if something has to be done around the house it's like i i, I got it i got it right, right. and it's like well hire a contractor or something it's like no 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 i'll figure it out i'll figure it out and back to what you were saying about like the changing belts on the highway with your bandmates trying to figure shit out i that makes it resonates with me <laughs> it's yeah. like oh okay maybe that's maybe that's why i'm this way <laughs> well, you know, I, I think I think we're also in a world where now it's just hustle. 
everything, yeah. right? I, sure. It doesn't yeah. seem like what what is forward facing, what we absorb. It doesn't seem like any of that ever really, you know, involves chilling out or taking a rest or giving yourself some time. I mean, the most affirmation I see is like on Instagram, these like dumb, you know, little like, you know, these little like affirmation stories, like uh, reels, you know, I mean, I, I, I read and I tend to read a ton of self-help books and I'm trying, you know, every day I'm always trying. Um, yeah, so I get my affirmation from somewhere that I, you know, multiple pages, multiple books, like I'm able to like really sit there and absorb, but most people are getting, you know, and obviously I say this in my scope, you know, I'm sure mm -hmm. there's other people millions of other people millions and millions that are feeling the same way we are exactly what but you know i do think social media is so heavy in everyone's minds now that you know our our like shutting off is looking at a phone i mean that's not even shutting off you know right. and that's where so i don't know um but I'm also, I hate sounding like jaded because I have a phone and I fucking go on fucking Instagram. I don't really like post, but I like look at funny videos and I'm like, oh, that's funny. But then I'm like, yeah. shit, I just wasted an hour doing nothing. Let me go read for like two hours. Yeah. I Hey, it's hey, me. I'm the problem. It's me. I don't think you have a problem. You know what the problem is? Nobody knows where to find us online. That's the problem. Well, They're I like, think there's... Sometimes I go to YouTube. Sometimes... I want to go to Spotify. Sometimes, how do I know where I can find everything bacon? You know, you know what there is. There's one place that has everything, all encompassing. It's baconismypodcast.com. A solution. Exactly. You ever want to listen to our music? Yeah. Or know where to find us on YouTube? Yeah. Or on Apple Music? Yeah. Spotify? Yes. Maybe grab some shirts. Mmm. Find out some sponsors. Find some sweet deals mm -hmm. on some sodas from drinkwildbills.com or maybe some beard product from Mythical Beards. Maybe you want to pick up a Pondex. Use the promo code BACON on all of those websites and get 10% off. But if you can't remember that, just go to baconismypodcast.com, hit sponsors, you're right there. Yeah. Tells you everything. Find everything about us. Leave us a comment, ask us a question, and always remember to ask yourselves every single day. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? I recently um, read something that was talking about how before we had phones that were like smartphones, right? Even when we just had our little flip phones and stuff like that, you would you would have several times throughout the day where you would just kind of be in your own thoughts, you know, if you were taking, if you were waiting for a bus or if you were waiting to go on the subway or if you were um, commuting somewhere or if you were in a waiting room or if you were talking to someone at lunch or yeah. any of those things or just by yourself at lunch from work, you know, like those were times where you kind of like you sat either in silence or you reflected or you were talking to other humans or and and now um, we don't really all those times throughout the day are kind of taken away from us yeah because now it's immediately like, totally oh, uh, entertain myself right yeah so yeah all that happens and i don't know if this happens to you guys but like sometimes when when it's like at like i have the hardest time winding down at night and trying to like go to bed because that's when everything i would have done throughout the day <laughs> actually starts to happen 
when I, yeah. when I when I am shut off from everything else, and then my brain just starts like, oh, what about this? Maybe this though, or maybe this, maybe this. And these are all probably things that I would have throughout the day solved, yeah, <laughs> or gone through. But yeah. um, but you know, I had to figure out what the word was, in the <laughs> word game, or I had you know, like any of those any of those things. And I was I was reading something about that the other day, and I just thought that was really interesting because it was like, like we didn't even see that coming, right? And we did we kind of like just stopped doing those things for ourselves without realizing that we were doing it. It was just yeah. Oh, here's five minutes. Let me entertain myself. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, it's crazy because you know. I remember I'm like so happy the way I grew up, you know, because I didn't have, I didn't have a phone in my hands. You know, I would go yeah. to the, the lake with my friends and, you know, we would, we would like, you know, go to the mall and like the scene, you know, a senior's car. And like, yeah. you know, I was like, you know, I remember being like so young and learning through music through all these other people older than me going to the mall and being idiots at the mall, you know, like we, you know, but I, I miss that. I really miss having the space to not be around all the time. Yeah. You know, like, like yeah. you're, you know, one of your family members texts you and you're not texting them back in like an hour. It's like question mark or whatever. Right, and it's right. like, you know, I try to stay off my phone a lot more lately just because, um, I don't know. I just want to like, that is a way I feel I would truly disconnect if I'm just not, and I'm not always on my phone by any means, but you know, there's obligation to text your friends back. And I love all my friends, but I used to love that. It wasn't a big deal if you called and you were like at a friend's house for the week and like your friend would be like, all right, well just tell him to call me back, you know, whenever he gets in and it'd be like a week and a half later. And you're like, Oh shit. I was like down the shore or whatever. Right, and right. You know, now, now I'm back. It's like, Oh cool. What are you up to? You know, yeah. it, it feels like so much is like, you know, people get like, I feel like there's like underlying, like, I feel like people get bummed if you don't call them back or, you know, and I'm not saying me by any means, my, my friends, maybe they don't even give a shit, but you know, it, there is that sense of, oh fuck, why didn't you text me back like yesterday or whatever? It's, it's like, a, it's an it instant. It shouldn't have to be. It could be self Yeah. Too. Like, and an instant like, gratification kind of thing too. Yeah. I, I think we're, yeah. we're all kind of getting that from, from social media in, right. in some way. Totally. And, and, and it, it, like the other thing too is, is like for me, uh, you know, and, and then you, you have your setbacks, right? So, so when, when, a friend texts you and, and you don't answer back. And then all of a sudden, like a week and a half later, you're like, Oh shit, I'm sorry. And it was like, oh, I thought you were mad at me and stuff. And then all right. of a sudden in the back of your head, you're like, Oh fuck, I'm hypersensitive to this. Like I dude, just recently, like I had, I was like, I'm going to play monopoly with my family. Right. Like my two kids and so my, my wife, seven hours are set. So, Dude, it was like it was like two and a half, three yeah. hours. We didn't get to finish the game because I looked at my phone and then I had texts from family members about shit. Right. And I'm just like, and that happened, you know, it happened a few weeks ago. But it was like, for me, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I, well, I gotta, you gotta have your phone around, right, right, you know, yeah. Well, I think, you know, I, I think we also, you know, we create our own realities. We create right. the world around us in our own minds. So it's like, you know, um, it's like, 
I used to feel that way too, you know? Um, yeah. I, you know, everyone at some point has. And I think when you become a little more detached from it, you know, like, uh, I think it helps you to kind of be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like, I don't have to always be on this or I don't have to, like, check it every five minutes. Like, you know, I, I, I mean, there's times for like a week or a few days I turn on like my do not disturb and I just like I check it every like few hours, you know, just to make sure. But honestly, I, I, I don't know. It's like I miss feeling just a little more. I guess like present, you know, mm -hmm. and I think with so much going on, even doing things I love, like, you know, I feel like I lose a lot of that in the moment aspect when, you know, it's cause I'm overthinking all the time about everything. Yeah. Um, you know, making a record, it's like productive thinking. So it's very yeah. in the moment, but everything else I'm always like overanalyzing myself and you know, whatever, where I think when I like detach, from like technology. Cause like I'm talking about, like it doesn't have to be like a social media thing in terms of like your Instagrams or your, I don't have yeah. like a Twitter. No, like I'll look on true. Reddit at for records every day. Right. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I gotta get the fuck off this thing. Like, right, I, right. like, do I really need to look at <laughs> records that bad? Like, so, you know, I think disconnecting is really making me like focus more. And I love hanging out with my family and my dog is like, you know, we go on really awesome walks together and, yeah. you know, that stuff is very, you know, that brings you into the present as much as it can. And, uh, for, you know, everyone's different, but it brings me into the present a lot to be able to like walk with him. And, you know, I find when I have my phone and I'm walking him, I'm on it with someone talking to like my brother-in-law who I'm really close with or, you know, whatever the case, but when I don't have it, it's like, I don't, I just want to like be there with him. So I tend to leave it behind. So, you know, I think, uh, I've started doing that too, actually. Yeah. yeah. I noticed the same thing is, is, you know, I would like, I'd throw some headphones on and I'd go for a walk and I'd either listen to music or I'd, or I'd, you know, I'd be talking to somebody or I'd be like listening to whatever we did in the studio the night before and try, yeah. you know, but yeah, like even music all the time. I'm like, I'm not even hanging out with my dog now. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. Like, totally. Like, this, this is the best part of his life is being outside right now. And I'm just kind of like, all right, you're on the leash. Cool. I'm detached from you. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't want to do that. Like, that sucks. I don't wanna... Yeah, totally. And yeah. it's good that you realize that because I think, I think, uh, I think that's like a really good way to practice um, being more present. Yeah. Because like, it really is very easy to be with your dog and really focus on your dog. You know, like uh, I have a cat and, you know, I love her to death and I focus on her too, but she's an indoor cat. So it's like, I'm still in my kind of element where I feel like when I walk my dog outside, he's in his element and mm -hmm. I, I can either just let him walk and treat it like a walk or I can like watch him and be like, fuck dude, he's like having such a good time. Yeah. And right. then that makes me like, kind of like wonder what he's doing and like, you know, I'll watch like his patterns, like what he likes to do, like which way he like goes when he, I could see when he's like really sniffing something, like he's going to follow it mm -hmm. or he's like just smelling something in the area. Cause I can just see the way he's about to move. And I'm like, Oh, here we go. I'm going for like, you know, three blocks. Like this dude's going right. to follow. turn around. <laughs> so, but it's cool. I, you know, I would never think about that stuff and having him really makes me just kind of like really focus on the fact that like, it's not, you know, you're in this vessel, but at the same time, it's like, it's not just you, you got to like, you know, really pay attention to the others around you, especially like the people you love. Oh yeah, dude. I, you know, I love my wife so much and I, I try to really 
try to really be like as present as I can. You know, we're both so busy. So I think it's all about just really it's trying important. to balance it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Not always being in charge too yeah. is, is pretty important. Um, you know, that's tough to do. So, yeah. uh, so it, so you're, you're a record store store owner, mm-hmm. right? And what I want to know from you is I'm actually, I'm actually not the owner. It is myself and my partner. But uh, just want to let you know, just, you know, co-owner. Yeah. part, so part. co-owner, there um, you you're a vinyl aficionado. Yeah. <laughs> what what I, I want to know only because we have, we have done some, we've done some, uh, I said, said some Are shit. Are you going to tell him your hot take on vinyl? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, hey, it's not a hot take. <laughs> okay. Well, tell me. I don't okay. judge anyone. Anyway. Okay. Who cares? So I, mean, I think vinyl, vinyl personally. Yeah. From a collector's aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, I've collected dumb shit in the past. I'm a comic book fan. So I've mm-hmm. I've had comic book trading cards. Mm-hmm. And I thought those were great and valuable and all that kind of stuff. And I still have a lot of them. Stuff Every like collection that. has their poor choices. But what I would like to know is, do you truly yeah. think that vinyls sound better than anything else yes um there's like obviously there's obviously like reasons you know like anything that's kind of like 90s and you know and before um it's a different recording it's before like digital went like you know i mean obviously you're listening to like records from the 50s 60s you know there's it's a whole different way. I mean, obviously, records get digitized throughout the years, reissues, remasters, and things like that. But, you know, a lot of those earlier records, there really is a difference. I mean, it sounds like you're in the room with them, right? And also, even the ones that, I mean, there's a lot of records you get, and you can just tell it's like an MP3, just, like, you know, flat, ready to go. But th- there's just more dynamic in a record, especially when it's mixed and mastered to a record. Um, there's a lot more like texture when you're listening digitally, you're listening to a compressed file. So even though you'll hear the sounds of everything going on, it's still one wave, you know, essentially like it's still, you're still like on this digitized wave and obviously everything's digital now. So I would be naive as to say that records, you know, don't, you know, they're, Oh, like they sound so different. Like nowadays records are being pressed digitally. That's just what it is. But there are people who still care about vinyl and in the sense of, you know, mixing and mastering to the record, to a vinyl itself, but also you're still getting a less compressed version when it's on a record, you know, CDs also sound good too. It's, it's more digitized of course, but it, you know, when you listen on a radio or you, like your Spotify, like all that shit is so compressed. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Spotify, you know? Spotify is uh, like, when you listen to one versus another or dude, even when you get your mixed, your mixed version versus your master version, you're like, why does the mixed version sound way better? Well, (laughs) because we didn't compress the fuck out of everything. We, you know, but like, yeah, there's just, we didn't put it on lithium. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Exactly. So like, so, so yeah, like, so for me, uh, and and I know you're a fan of the band as well. So like, mm-hmm. um, like Deftones records, right? Yeah. Uh, you want to talk like, 
I feel like I feel like White Pony was kind of that almost that cusp of like, all right, guys, we're not gonna do any cassettes anymore. We're going all CD. So like either White Pony self title kind of thing, yeah. um, and up to like Ko- Konoyo Can, right? Where where vinyls started to kind of be back in into things like do you legit hear a difference oh yeah between the vinyl of those records like modern records is what you're saying yeah yeah like the more like let's say diamond eyes right yeah i hear a difference did, i already did, know what you're saying did, did uh did deftones go out and like release everything the way that the world is it's standard right right uh and then all of a sudden now go oh well vinyl's a thing let's go and re mix that um no do you i find think... a lot of bands are like doing that like going oh well well let's focus on this or just taking the shit that they've done for cd well, probably and, and less less streaming like more 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 or less streaming and and yeah. like remixing it for vinyl to make it sound better vinyl I think so, um, I, and I apologize. I wasn't trying to cut you off for it. I, no, I have, no, no. I have the first press of White Pony. It was like a, it's like a promo. It's a promo copy. Um, there was only like, I don't know, like a thousand made or something like that. And like I've listened to that record for many years, and I heard it that time on uh, the first time I opened up that record, and it's just so much more textural. I mean, it's it's like you know. And it's not to sound pretentious in any way. Like, obviously, a digitized record, I still blast. I still listen to my iPod, like, when I, you know, walk around and things like that. So, but, like, you know, I have a setup that is for listening to records, right? Like, I have a preamp and amplifier that are specific. I only listen in headphones. uh, So, everything's, like, phono because, like, me listening to a record, like, I'm in my record room right now. I can be, I can like be in here for a week straight and listen to records all night and I won't be back in like a month and until something makes me go, fuck, I got to listen to that. And then I go, it's like very spiritual for me. So, you know, maybe that in a sense adds to what I'm hearing because I'm, I'm just feeling in this crazy way, but you know, there is factually like a difference. Right. But you know, do records still sound awesome? when they're, you know, digitally stamped. Yeah. And digitally pressed. Like, yeah, they do a hundred percent. You're still getting like a high quality. Right. Um, and not like this, like ultra digitized compressed file, even if it's digitized. I mean, like I said, there are some you can blatantly tell are like pretty badly pressed, you know, but, um, that those are kind of hard to listen to because sometimes it just sounds like if you can imagine just like an MP3 going on, like a record and just spin it. Like it sounds flat. It well, just yeah, sounds like that, that's like that's what I'm wondering is, is is like, but uh, like still dope to have full full transparency. I shit all over the 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 the, the like <laughs> listening to records. I like yeah. I did I did I in and the I, past I'm I have a vinyl. So so all the information on mixing and everything for vinyl is super helpful to me because I'm figuring it all out right now. Well, you you were yeah. just like all right. I've well. I've never done a vinyl. Well, you, I mean, so what, what you're doing is, Mm -hmm. is you're taking songs that were specifically geared toward digital. 
and, re- and going let's just throw them on a vinyl no i'm not i'm remixing them entirely. well that yeah okay so that's that that makes a huge and difference. the ones we're recording right now we're recording knowing that it's going towards vinyl yeah and right. well there, there's different you know mi- mixing to vinyl is like a whole different world you know yeah. it, it, it's very crazy um you know at least from uh, i've never mixed but you know the multiple records i've made with producers i really look up to you know their their knowledge about it is like oh it's like a different beast you know you got to really think differently and also i have the first press of some mars volta records and those things sound to me in my opinion like garbage like i love them and i i will own them forever but the first press is that you can hear how digitized they are like or at least in that way where it just feels careless the the box set that one right there yeah that one has all of the records remastered and like remixed to vinyl um or remastered to vinyl and uh i can hear such a difference in the first pressings like such a difference like i can hear sounds come in that i didn't hear um at least at least they didn't pop out as texturally as they do on the the remasters than they did on the first presses they just sound very you can tell like because at that time cd you got to remember like in the 2000s cds like i'm sorry cds records died you know what i mean vinyl died so if anyone really put a record out on vinyl it went two ways they either really gave a shit and like really catered to it or they were just putting it out because they're just like let's have a vinyl you know let's have vinyl like you know um there there wasn't really like hope for it at that point so i you know, and who knows what went into, you know, I, I can't say what went into the first Volta records on, you know, the first pressings on vinyl, but it just sounded like it was like, yeah, let's put it on a record. I mean, there was obviously care into it. They did like silver, uh, I think even gold, like picture disc, um, you know, for like D-Lows. So it's cool, but it the quality is just not there. It just wasn't made for it. And then the box set. They made more as collector's awesome. items than they were for listeners? I think so. I, I think so. I, I think it, I think that's what started happening um, with a lot of those bands, you know, making records at that time. Like, yeah, they're like someone's you gonna know, they're, in a frame, right? Yeah, or or even just have it on a shelf. I mean, right, right. You know, um, but now it's like everyone's doing cool shit with records. I mean, like I said, even one that doesn't sound as good to me, I still will buy it. You know, or or I heard it and I will never get rid of it. Like I. Uh, there's so many records I love that are pretty bad pressings that I'm just like, you know, and not bad in the way where they're first pressings and you can hear like I, I'm all about I understand why first pressings I collect first pressings, even if it's like a newer record, just because I'm that's like excites me, but I'll get a remastered edition if it's like remastered by the band, like I'll own the same thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, earlier records, you can just hear the separation of the of the instruments you know it really does feel like again like textural and not flat so i i do notice that difference for a lot of records that i like you know all right well i'm going to tell you what douglas i we want to come to to the record store and i i would love to listen to deftones records that i've loved for years that sound better on vinyl the the only thing the only thing i suggest is you know when you really want to do that i I would suggest headphones first at least yeah yeah. because 
you know, you're kind oh, of headphones, headphones versus yeah. like a, a you gotta car grab stereo a record versus, yeah. 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 yeah, you gotta like really go for it. That's why, you know, I listen to my streaming platforms when I'm like listening to music in the living room because I have a you know a record room for myself. But in the living room, I listen, you know, to the Bluetooth speakers because I'm passively right. listening. You know, I'm I'm still love music. I'm not like oh vinyl only. Like sometimes it's hard for me to listen to in the car because I just hear the compression just kind of gets to me sometimes. But um, you know, I'm always playing it passively. You know, but when it's really time to listen and really go, like I call the Mars Volta box set the the office of records because every time I play it, I feel like I find something new every time Mm -hmm. um and that's like the way you want to listen to music and i think when you're passively listening you know when you're trying to like find a band or something like that it's just you know you you get a a band you see for fans of and you like play one song like you know it's just like ah it's okay whatever we're all guilty of it i've done it but uh i really like to try to find a record at a shop that i've never heard and uh like buy it and just see like what happens i'm still in that mindset because you know you can hear something so fucking rad and like the pressing itself could be awesome you know like you you just kind of never know so i the fact that that you're an expert versus like some of the people that are just like no vinyl just sounds better i bought it from hot topic makes me go all right all right i'll listen to you I will say the earlier Hot Topic pressings sound awesome. (laughs) When you just mentioned Hot Topic, it it just made me laugh because I'm like, actually, the Hot Topic pressings, I don't know where they pressed them, but they were always like pretty pretty good, actually. Interesting. Fuck do I know? Deftones has, (laughs) speaking of Deftones, speaking of Deftones, they have, um, so around um, Adrenaline, Around the Fur, um saturday night wrist self-titled and i think maybe even coin no yokan um they all have hot topic pressings but the first four deftones records um the hot topic pressings are like pretty rare and like sought after um uh, and they're fucking awesome i of course i i had to own them but they're uh they're fucking sick so okay i just thought i'd share that Well, I gotta listen to that. All right, so we've taken up a bunch of time. I want to ask one more thing before we let you go, and it has to do with this too, right? Uh, As collectors, right? Mm -hmm. Comic collectors, vinyl collectors, anything, we all kind of have like that. um, There's like the the thing you come across that you get that's like your prized possession, right? And then there's that thing that's like your holy grail. So, Mm -hmm. so what what would they be for you? What's your prized possession? And uh, and what's your holy grail that you haven't got yet? It's the same record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Give me a second. I love that it's the you'll same. Have record. To, you'll have to edit this. <laughs> I gotta look for my fucking tease. Hold we'll on. Just, we'll just play some uh, Jeopardy music. While you look for it, I'm going to go pee. All right. There we go. Wait, I, f- I found it. Oh, we found oh, it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I it. found it. <laughs> Do I have to hold it? You got to hold it. Take, yep. take a minute. Here take a minute. Here it comes. Hold it. Oh, God damn it. 
Oh. Okay. Nice. First press. Um, these things. These things are so expensive and so hard to get a hold of because the reason why it's such an expensive record is because nobody ever wants to sell it. Right. Um, no one will like anyone who owns a record, uh, a copy of School Anima on first press. Yeah, will literally never sell it. So that's why the prices are so insane. But uh, the perks of working at a record shop, I was able to snag one. Nice, um, nice. This is if you really want to talk about like records sounding different and good on vinyl. This record in headphones will change your life. Ah, like it will okay. change your life. So, yeah. Okay. That's, uh, Do you get? To- I've listened to that record in cassette, CD, streaming. Oh, listen to it. Listen to it on headphones on vinyl. Uh, and uh you will uh you will talk out. about textures I, I see that, that record <laughs> i see that that record still looks uh shiny and wrapped uh do you oh yeah that's uh that's a near mint one to rock one to stock is that your <laughs> not yet but i will nice nice I, w- I will but yeah that's uh that's definitely the the prize possession i have many you know um that deftones promo of uh white pony is really sick yes uh let's see what else Oh yeah, I forgot to mention White Pony when I was talking about all those pressings. By the way, so five, right? So self-titled Around the Fur, White Pony, Saturday Night Risk, self-titled. Yeah, my bad. So yeah, those. Yeah, you can edit that or whatever the case. But those five records have really dope hot topic hot topic pressings. Those are kind of prized possessions too, because I know you got to pee. Hold on, let me just show <laughs> no, you. No, keep something. it going. I like this. Uh, I hate this. Bro, I think this, this is only like a thousand yeah. or two thousand made. The red, um, the red, white it's, pony. Yeah, it's it's bright red. Yeah. yeah, I have the hot. To- oh, I didn't. I was. I meant to show you the hot topic ones. Hold on. So, the hot, the hot topic Deftones record that I love is around the fur. First time on vinyl too. Like it's a. It, it's called. It says it's a reissue, but it's the first time it's ever been pressed. The high sticker says it. Topic. Oh, hell yeah. Never, First never of, sir, this was nowhere near 10, 9, 20 99 when I paid for it. I just think it's really Dude, funny. That, uh, right. 20, 20 99 for a vinyl record now I know. is yeah. unheard of. But uh, I really love this color. Nice. Like well, it, it goes so well with the record. Oh, uh, that's awesome. What's up, fam? Yeah. Bacon listeners, ever wanted to help out the show? Everyone to know a little bit more about what goes on behind the scenes here at Bacon. Perhaps keep these glasses a little bit fuller. Mine's empty. Yeah. Go over to patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast where you can get additional content, including tastings. Yeah, you can get cooking shows. You can get early ad-free shows. That's right. And at even the lowest tier, come participate with us every week in our discussion and drinks episode where we hang out with you our BIM squad. You're a part of the show. Join us, hang out, weigh in on everything that we're talking about, weigh in on everything. Maybe be a part of the show. Exactly. It's happened. Join join the BIM squad. Yeah. Get your first week for free mm, over right at patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. What's yeah, man. Records are the shit. I mean, also, you know, even aside from the sound, like, why would you not want to, like, read what a band wrote and, like, see the artwork in, like, the biggest way you can? Yeah, that's that's been the while you're listening. The reason that we even are doing one is just because like to me it's like 
it's it's kind of the one thing I haven't done, you know, like yeah, um, and and I I really want to like we we got into the whole habit of like oh we'll release singles digitally over the last couple of years so that we right. can keep things coming out on a consistent basis. But then it was like, man, I want to like I miss having making a thing. I miss designing the artwork. I miss I miss writing out the lyric sheets and designing how they're gonna look and creating a yeah. So it's like I want to do a record that like opens up and you can like read the you know I want to do the whole thing. I don't know if we're gonna I don't know if that, how cost effective that's gonna be. It's expensive, yeah. honestly. You'll you'll probably wind up doing finding out that <laughs> you you'll probably wind up wanting to stick with you know. Sorry. So probably very bare minimum. I mean, you know, it gets yeah. expensive because there's still not a lot of pressing plants because mm -hmm. again, vinyl, you know, I, I consider, you know, for so many years, everyone's like, Oh, vinyl's coming back. Vinyl's coming back. I consider it back. Like seeing the way the shop is growing every day. It's like sure. vinyl have, has become, you know, the FYE level at this point again, yeah. you know, like I Taylor say, Swift, yeah, yeah. you know, Metallica, like Metallica buying their own pressing plant was such a pivotal thing. And like, in like, you know, in terms of vinyl right. um, and Taylor Swift kind of, you know, building an economy and selling records and people like tripping the fuck out on records. Like I'm not a Taylor Swift fan by any means. Like, uh, I mean, in the sense that it's just not my style. Right. But I'm like super respectful of everything she's oh, doing, her, and like, oh hell yeah, she, she's person, yeah, yeah. and and she, on top of that, she's getting like twelve year old kids into vinyl. You know, that's yeah. really cool because, you know, our parents were the people that were that age getting into vinyl because it was never like heard before, and you know, or never like really in those formats. You know, and now kids in a digital world are getting into it, and. uh you know, it's, it's just really cool to see a kid come into our shop and be like so fucking hyped to buy a record. Like, it, it's like, it's really one of the sickest feelings ever. I mean, it, I, it's like hard to even call it work because I have so much fun when I'm there. And, uh, you know, there is no better feeling than seeing people of all ages get like super psyched on what they're buying. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to be so into music that I try to listen to so much of it that I love to talk about everything people are walking up to the counter with. And like, you know, I have so many great conversations with people because of a disc, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty beautiful, honestly, like, you know, um, and, and music in general, if someone comes in and buys a cassette, I'm saying the same thing. I'm having sure. the same combo, but you know, just to see kids being so excited about it. And it's kind of one of the greatest like comebacks of all time. Like it's, if you really think about it, it's like so insane that, um, you know, like for, for a while, no one gave a shit about it. And, and people were probably urged by labels not to do it, you know? And mm -hmm. now it's like, everyone's got like 10 different variants and, you know, oh, yeah, it, it's yeah. really, it's really cool that people are just having fun with it, you know? And of course it's a, a moneymaker in a business standpoint, it's expensive, but it's a great, it's a great business, you know, like you're being a part of something that's like really fully back and continues to kind of grow differently every day. I think it's going to be, I think there's going to be no bubble this time. You know, there was a bubble that burst. I don't think it's that way anymore. I think it's like literally just back into a normal medium of like listening to music. So it's going to force it's, people to get back into listening to an entire record to somebody, which is so sick. I mean, I heard some skip, people skip, at the skip, shop, skip, 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 you know, right. Yeah. 
I, I heard some people at the shop the other day, they were kind of having a, a discussion that, you know, I, I don't know if it was like a couple or, or um, a brother and a sister, just by the way, they were like conversing very comfortable. But the dude was like, um, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, you can buy that record, but you only like one song from it. So I'm just, you know, and, and the other person's like, yeah, but like, what if I want the records? Like, well, I don't know, just be practical, you know, like you don't want to like impulse buy a record. And in my head, I'm like, dude, music is an impulse. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it should right. make you feel fucking crazy. Like, like what? Don't mathematically, you know, money. I get it, right? But at the same time, it's like you're at a record store. You know, you want to buy something. Um, you know, don't let that stop you. One song. Like, sit down and listen yeah. to all the songs. Like, you know, if, if if it's a if it's a means of you know, if it's in regard to like saving and whatever, totally understand. And we're not at our shop. We don't pitch shit. We don't care. We just want people to come in and, you know, we, we sell records at insanely low prices, like, because we just want people to have the records in their hand. Mm -hmm. Like if you met Dave, the, the other owner, the owner, um, you would, um, you would like, you would be like, wow, there's still like humanity left in the world for musicians. Cause I mean, the dude is, I mean, I mean, for lovers of music, the dude is just on another level of like, you know, we don't, it's cool, man. Like we get records from a collection. Most people will look on discogs for like their worth. If someone comes with like a bunch of classic rock records, we like price them at three to five bucks, put them in the three to $5 bin. Like you can find a hundred dollar record in our bin, but we don't nickel and dime off discogs. If we know something's worth something, then okay. We like figure it out. But like we fucking, we just want people to get the music and, you know, seeing it every day and seeing people like so excited about what they're buying. And, you know, it, it, it's really cool. It, it's really sick to see. And that's why we do it. And that's why, you know, it's so important to us. I don't know how we got off topic onto that topic, but yeah, like I, um, that's the show, you know, I, yeah. that, that's what makes me love. That's why I'll never be sick of music, even as a fan, because yeah. it's, you know, I, I think music as a business is hard sometimes because, oh, yeah. you know, for us like you know we were on victory records it was like a fucking shit show and right, it's like right. you know props to victory as a unit for believing in us i'm never going to take that away but you know it tarnishes your love of music for a long time as a business right yeah, like right this, this is something the music business can feel like it takes more than it gives the business oh, of the music it'll, business it'll always, is, is is shitty yeah. it'll it'll always be and it's been like that for years but but the business of about, a lot of businesses is well, is right. tough yeah, totally. Well, that's the thing, right? You gotta you gotta play by your rules. But the thing is, I think what really helps at the end of the day is if you have a business sense, but you also really respect the fact that this is fucking art you're pushing. Mm -hmm. So it's like there should be a way with like integrity, and and that's why, you know, that's why I still love music so much because I tend to meet people in my life who that's how they see it. You know, like Dave, you know, is an it is a like an insane reflection of that and and you know being in my other band um that i was in for a while night versus you know i love those dudes so much and they're the same exact way those dudes give a fuck about one thing and that's just shredding music you know and i i love those dudes for like how much they give a shit and i think that's why i'm still a believer in music because i'm i'm just surrounded by great people who still see it as yeah we can make it a business but like this is art you know recording with uh ross robinson and 
you know, recording with um, Mike Birnbaum and Chris Bittner, who do the sleeping records, Ross Robinson being the producer who did um, the Night Versus record, the last one that I was on. You know, those people give so much of a shit about music that it's like, I just feel like, okay, there's there's still hope to like make something beautiful and let it be heard by everyone without feeling like it's got to like be successful monetarily or whatever, you know, because I want to make a living, but I would much rather make a history for myself. Well, you know always, what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're always going to, you know, the, the infamous they, they're all, they're always going to try and uh, commodify art that, that people yeah. respond to. But music is the one thing that there's always that chance and there's always that um, option where there's going to be somebody that writes something that changes the world for people. And that's just going to happen. And that's going to happen a year from now. That's going to happen tomorrow. That's going to happen 10 years from now. No matter what they do, no matter what the business is of it, you are always going to have those artists that come out and those writers that come out and those bands that come out that are going to write something that is just undeniable. And maybe it won't be heard by everybody that it would have been heard by uh, in the 90s or, you know, whatever, whatever uh, era we want to lionize. But they're gonna change the world for whoever hears it you know? yeah and that's that's what that's what you know keeps it being the fucking coolest thing that there is yeah you know what i mean like that's, totally a hundred percent you know it, it, it's a beautiful thing man like you know the sleeping we've done our thing you know we're still doing our thing and you know even on a smaller scale people with our lyrics tattooed people who like yep you know to tell us these like great stories of how they heard us and like you know that shit is so dope you know what i mean it means so much to me and i i fucking hate saying how much it means to me because i hate how i don't ever want it to sound so like cheesy but like it seriously is so crazy i mean like it means so much that like people cared enough about what we did slash do whatever like you know i wrote those lyrics as a as a kid you know i was fucking mm -hmm. 19 18 when i joined the band and yeah okay fine you're like you know you're by number an adult but like you know i i, I didn't grow up the way some other people grow up like I, I was learning everything on my own you know my mom moving away right out of high school not having a dad like you know those those lyrics came from my you know the my environment and what i went through and you know I was like in love with everyone I ever met every day. Every time I would meet someone new, I was just so in love. And like, you know, it's crazy because, you know, those things were just how I felt. And like people resonate with that in a way that I would never, you know, have thought, you know, I wanted to make an impact musically. That's why people are in bands. Like, you know, like it's art and it, and it's, you still want it to be heard by people, but you know, the fact that people heard it the way they did when like, I was just trying to write to figure out my life, you know, it's, it's really cool. Um, it's like fucking so dope, you know, it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I get pretty emotional about it because I still want to keep doing it. And like, you know, I'm, I'm 40 years old. I gotta, I, I gotta take care of what's important and what's valuable. And part of that is myself. And, you know, I really, I just need to keep creating forever because if one person hears it and it's just hyped on it as hyped as I am or 
as does if it takes on as much meaning as something does for me like it's fucking so sick absolutely I love man. that man 100 like yeah like you know we've said before like we write music to or, or i've said before i won't put words in anybody else's mouth but like i've i've said before like yeah music writing music uh kept me from driving off bridges kept me from so many bad decisions in my life and uh and that's all it ever needed to do and, yeah and the fact that that any one person no matter who it is if it's if it's you know a friend of yours that hears you rehearsing one night and, and a lyric means something to them or changes something for them or if it's someone at a show or if it's someone that hears a record or if it's somebody that when you're on tour they hear so they check you out and they hear something or whatever it is the fact that it matters to anybody else is just such a an important reinforcement to me as a writer that i'm not alone in this world yeah then then also the feeling that i somehow lucked into being able to let somebody else know that they're not alone in this world totally you know and it's such a cool like yeah there's nothing there's no amount of anything that can trump that you know what else is cool too though like like all that stuff is so beautiful right like what we're talking about it's awesome mm -hmm. but you know what else is so rad about art like it's also rad when people fucking hate something too yeah. like musically like i i think it's i think that deserves some like light too because you know, I remember, I remember working um, at a skate shop in, in the city, in New York City, um, for like five years, right? Such an awesome shop, right in the heart of the city. Fucking so dope, right? Like just surrounded by friends, just all working and like hanging out, being idiots, you know, it was so fun. And I remember this one time, Nine Inch Nails just released uh, the Ad Violence EP. Okay. And I was like, I remember getting it and I was like, so, or, or listen, I think I was listening to it digital. I remember getting, you know, it releasing and I was like, oh fuck, I'm like stoked to hear this. So I remember being like really excited to play it. And at the end, there's like a loop that goes on for like 15 minutes and it's just like a sound and it's yeah. like obnoxious. You know, it's yeah. Trent Reznor. He, he is like a definition of like, you know, an artist, you know, a sonic and, artist. Yeah. yeah, totally. And there's just this like, loop going and going and i remember i'm like <laughs> i'm like cleaning out a shelf or something and and this dude comes up to me and he's like hey man who is this and he like says it's so nice so i'm all i'm already like so excited right, right. that someone's like oh this is sick you know <laughs> so i'm like oh it's it's the it's the new nine inch nails ep i'm like do you like it and he's like no this is the worst thing i've ever heard and he like left the store but right before he right before he left he just like stared at me and i was just like well, I'm like, that's kind of dope because he doesn't make music for someone like you. And like, that was like my only response in that moment. Perfect it was just, just like, you know, this guy looks like he was like from like, you know, uh, financial district, but right, you know, right. who cares? There's anyone can like, right. manage nails, sure. but yeah. I was like, oh, well, I guess he just doesn't make music for, for you, you know? And, and I just remember in that moment being like, it's kind of dope that I just really liked something that somebody was like repulsed by. It, yeah. I don't know. It's just, there was just something really <laughs> cool about that. And I think it made me even appreciate that part more because every time I listen to that record now and that part loops, I like, I like sit there and listen to it the whole time because I'm just yeah. like so hyped on it. Like he fucking made this 
knowing probably someone would get sick of it, you know, yeah. and Which I wouldn't doubt that. Right. And it's so sick, right? Which is and, so Trent also. Well, exactly, <laughs> it's like what exactly. he does. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I think those moments deserve really, I, I think they deserve like applause too sometimes because, you know, you're not going to like everything you listen to. I, I for sure respect almost yeah. everything right. I listen to. You know, I have a respect whether I'm a fan of it or not. I'm a, I'm a fan of anyone who makes music because I, I just think it's a great thing. But, you know, there, of course, there's a ton of stuff I don't like, you know, just for my own reasons, whatever. But the fact that someone else does is why music is, and art is so great, you know, because at the end of the day, that's like what it's all about, you know, like talking about why you like or don't like something. I mean, we just had a discussion yesterday that I'm not even going to bring up because it'll go down a rabbit hole. But we had a music discussion yesterday at the shop where it's like, is a certain band considered classic rock? And it was like such a fun conversation because everybody's points were valid and everyone had different views. But that's, that's what's like so rad about music. It's like, yeah, it saves people, but some of it also makes people fucking pissed or angry. And sometimes those emotions are needed too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think, uh, or sad or whatever, you know, I think it's, I think that's like a really cool thing because, you know, I think it's a good take to be able to be like, Yo, it's cool that people don't like things because some yeah, sometimes, right. like if you say you don't like something, you, it it turns into this like, you know, like, do you well, not, this is why you should. You're not allowed to say that. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I well, I mean, we we live in a world of that, you know, yeah. where you you know, yeah, yeah. and it's true. But, and I'm 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 you so know. envious of you to not have Twitter to like <laughs> because Twitter is literally just that is is literally like oh yeah I don't do that either. Well, no, no, this sucks. It's like, no, it doesn't yeah. suck. This is great. Right. And that's all Twitter is. Yeah. Legit. Well, I think, you know, the internet's given everyone an opinion and a voice. And hey, you know, everyone deserves to have their own opinion as long as, you know, obviously there's really fucking shitty people in the world. But, you know, I think that's why I also really relate, um, really, um, you know, um, rally behind just music in general is because you can still have opinions with music when you're, when you're like in that moment and like, it's fun to talk about it where everything else feels like there's so much like, you know, uh, finality on every conversation right. of, yeah. of, a, right. of opinion, you know? Um, but music, it's always just like, you know, it's cool. It's like, you're still able to really, you know, go in, 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 in regard to music and have really great answers from people. And, you know, I, I think it's, still taken in a way where everyone's just like yeah it's you know it makes so much sense or no you're wrong yeah. fuck you but it's like you know it's, people change my mind. it's not about yeah i've had conversations with yeah, totally where i've said where i've you know i've been one i work at a music school uh teaching like i teach music i work at a school of rock so i'm I, a lot oh, nice. of times we'll be doing a show on certain classic rock bands and there are certain classic rock bands that in my perception i'm like eh, overrated and those are, and they're not usually the ones that yeah. people like to hear. <laughs> yeah, are, are thought of that way. Uh, I can think of a few of those already. I, <laughs> I'm sure you're thinking of the probably agreeing. That I'm, <laughs> that I'm saying, but respect, dude, respect for but the revolution, right? What aspect, they've done, you know? absolutely, one one thousand totally. percent, um, one thousand percent, and like learning and teaching the parts and talking and and seeing a kid come in. I would never, you know, like. I would never try and talk a kid out of liking a, 
These these are talks between the teachers. Right. I never have a kid come in and go like, I want to learn this song from this band. And I'm like, they're overrated. That's not, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's not my move. That's not my move. Well, also, you know, it, it, you would, you would be doing a disservice to someone who is discovering that anyway. Exactly. You know? Right. Never, never do that. Maybe they're like, this is the greatest band ever. You're like, Oh, but you know, but I have, I have been like, cool. What do you like about it? And I've gotten answers that have been like, huh. Maybe I should give that another listen. <laughs> look look yeah. from from out. a different lens. Yeah. Yeah. Cause But also or don't and say, fuck it. I still don't like it. You know what I right, mean? Like, exactly. It's music, like, dude. That's, that's the best you. part. And we can do Hell that. Hell yeah, dude. We can do that. Yeah. So, so well, fun. all right. So I think that's a good place for us to let you go because we've taken up a lot of your time tonight. Thank you so much for dude. Thank you so much for hanging out and chatting with us. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Thanks for uh of thanks course. for letting me do this on a Sunday night too. Yeah. No. Definitely. Dude, uh, we 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 uh we didn't get into like I had to throw away I had to throw away my uh my sleeping shirt. <laughs> uh, like it was gross. Right. It was fucking gross. What so, just like was, dirty or what? Yeah, yeah. It was like, just like just like those, worn to hell. One of those old, like it, it was like the baseball sleeve jersey uh, uh, shirts and stuff, and it, well, it was like what? it was nasty. Funny enough, <laughs> he's about to let us know where we can get new sleeping shirts if you want a new one. So let us know where everything is. <laughs> we got a merch store somewhere. I think if you just it's go like on our Instagram, <laughs> if, no, no, not at all. If you go on Instagram, um, you can like go to the link tree or whatever, and uh, I think we, we have merch in there. So uh let everybody know still where where's the best place to follow you and find everything that you're doing yeah uh the sleeping official uh on instagram douglas robinson underscore on instagram unity jiu-jitsu jersey city um on instagram if you want to you know train some jiu-jitsu and vinyl addiction records in north arlington new jersey um you can just follow that at vinyl addiction records and that's definitely something you should follow because you know, the records are fucking awesome. Dave posts like every day. So go yeah, come say, say what's up. Uh, tell him you, tell him you heard him on Bacon is my podcast. Yeah. I, I, I also, I also wanted to talk, uh, the pierogi lady at, at Warsaw, because I know you guys played Warsaw. Yeah. And that venue is beautiful first off, but, but second off, there's a pierogi lady there <laughs> and, oh yeah. And, and between Ron. bands, in between bands, you, you like, you can't be online for her because that's where the 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 gear comes out. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's, my, that's probably my favorite venue in that's a very long time. Too. Such a great staff too. Um, it it's just such a great place. I love going there. I saw one of my favorite shows in a very long time there. Um, I saw these aren't just snakes. Their like last Brooklyn show, nice. and that was like a few months ago. And that was so fucking sick. I love that place. And that I remember watching that going, man, I really want to play here. And then we got the offer to play there. So it was really cool that that happened because I love that spot for sure. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. So guys, go check out everything that Douglas is doing. And always remember to ask yourself one super important question. Yeah, we talked about uh, the question earlier. What is that thing for you? What is that thing that makes your life a little bit better? What's your What's your vinyl? What's your music? What's your headphones? What's what is it that makes your day a little bit better? All listeners, every time you wake up, it's just gonna make your day better in general. Just think about that thing first. What is it? What's the question? Oh, Doug, Douglas, do you remember what that question was? It's been a while. <laughs> That's I don't remember. 
<laughs> it's the name of the first show. Here's where you say, what's your bacon? What's your bacon? That's where it is. <laughs> Thanks, dude. We appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for, for taking the time and hanging out. Douglas was a lot of fun. Was that he was, not? That was awesome. We know this was a long show, so we're going to zoom through this outro. We just want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you for hanging out. We appreciate you. He was awesome. Definitely check out The Sleeping, but check out everything that he's doing. Um, anything new, watch here. We're going to definitely announce it. Yeah, we're going to talk. Cool yeah, he's got, he's got that new band coming up. and We heard going about to... it. <laughs> uh, we'll tell you. Yeah. We'll tell you when it happens. Right. We'll be sharing it on the social medias and all that stuff. For you sure. know that. But for now, where are you? I am at me, my own self. Mike, me personally, uh on oh, my band my yeah. band there we're doing stuff you things are. and stuff and stuff and, and, things. Stuff and things uh we will be coming out with stuff uh, i'm gonna say spring uh summer nice. uh at something heavy music or something heavy on all socials of course between jimmy and i the portal to all things bacon is my podcast including my music his music and our joint music yes. is at bacon is my podcast.com please go there Grab some merch. Mm, more bacon. And, uh, you know, of course, as always, it costs you nothing to do a like, do a subscribe, do a five-star review. Yeah. Do whatever it is that you want to do. If Go you ahead. hate the show, please share us with somebody that also will hate it and be like, yo, you're going to hate this show. But also tell us why. Yeah. Please, tell us why. If you tell us why show, you don't like it. Share us with somebody that you think will love it. Or if you think we're okay, let us know why we're okay and what we can do better. Share us with somebody who you think yeah. uh, will like the show. Big shout out to our sponsors, grillyourassoff.com, manscaped.com, drinkwildbills.com, all of them at baconismypodcast.com. But Jimmy, where can they find you and your things? You can find me and my things at Jimmy G Shoes on all the socials. That's where I personally am. I don't post a lot, but when I do post, I try and make it somewhat entertaining or funny. If it's not, um, just kind of letting you know what's happening with either Bacon's My Podcast or something to do with my band, Craving Strange, which you at. can find at cravingstrange.net uh, or just at cravingstrange on all the socials. Uh, you can find us. We're going to be putting music out. You heard, if, you've, if you're if you here, then you've listened to this episode and you heard that we are putting out a vinyl. Um, working on that, working on new music. We're, we're, I'm gonna let, I have some stuff for you to hear in a little bit, too. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Some stuff and things, and maybe we're stuffing some things. Uh, so definitely check that out. I'd appreciate it. I appreciate you listening to this and being here for this. If you want to help us out a little bit more, Mm. jump over to Patreon. Join our patrons over there. we got the Bimp Squad. Uh, If you're a member of the Bimp Squad, not only do you get extra episodes, uh, different episodes where we're cooking things, eating things, ad-free things, uh, you can also join us live every single week, almost every week. Join us live for our Discussions and Drinks show, which airs every Wednesday uh, on StrangerHoodTV.com. You can be a part of the show. Uh, we interact with you during the show. You're there live. You get to hang out and be a part of the BIM squad. It's just uh, a little extra thing for you, and it's a little something extra that you can do to really help us. And that's good for any tier, and your first week's free. So check it out at patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. Yes. Remember to ask yourselves every single day, what is it that makes your life better? What is it that makes your life more interesting? What is it that makes you a little bit of a happier person and better to deal with every day? Yeah. What's your bacon?
Goddamn right. World peace. peace.